Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting the show. If you want to check us out on all of our social media platforms, check us out on Twitter at Tinfoil Hat Cast. On Instagram at Tinfoil Hat Pod. Uh, you can find us on Reddit. Uh, it's reddit.com backslash r backslash Tinfoil Hat Show. Or all comedy t shirts.com. If you have any suggestions for future guests or topics, go ahead and email us at tinfoilhatpod at gmail.com. Welcome back to another episode of Tinfoil Hat. Come with me into the waters of conspiracy with Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Mr. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. With my friend Ryan Davis. What the fuck are you guys even talking about? Are you ready to get your mind blown? Revolution will be podcasted. Yes! 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 It's 2018. Back in the saddle. It is Tin Foil Hat. Joined as always. You know who he is. You know what he's here to do. He's off the motherfucking grid. My good friend, Ryan Davis. Happy 2018. Much love, no hate. What up, Sam? Yes, it's 2018. A lot of stuff going on. Joining us uh, from the Midwest out of San Diego, uh, the most closed-minded man we'll ever meet. But this is the year he opens up and realizes the bisexual lizard people are running the world. Aaron, everybody. I wasn't sure who you were referring to <laughs> for yeah, a second there. You were out there, buddy. Like, you know well, what I'm talking about. He's from San Diego, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Aaron, uh, welcome. I hope you had a great New Year's. We missed you. What, were we gone for two weeks, a yeah, week? a couple of weeks. I was out there doing podcasts with foreigners, and it was great. Uh, guys, tomorrow night, the uh, it is, if you're listening to this the first day, come on, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday the 9th of January. It is Comedy Chaos Live at the Comedy Store. Tickets are already selling out. We're basically on track to sell out by the end of the day or at least tomorrow. So grab those tickets real quick. And then Wednesday, when, uh, next Wednesday, which is the 17th, it's Wednesday the 17th, we will be doing a, it was supposed to be an Audi show, but it didn't quite work out that way. So we're doing another Comedy Chaos in the main room during X-Biz, the X-Biz Awards, which is the Little Brother of uh, AVNs. They actually don't get along, but it's the smaller version of the AVNs. They do a big conference in the uh, hotel next to the comedy store, and we do a big show every year. This is our fourth year in a row, doing it in the main room. We got a killer lineup Joe Rogan, Brian Callen, Christina Pajinski, uh, Kate Quigley, Tony Rock, and who else? Oh, Theo Vaughn. So it's a killer lineup. Those tickets will sell out as well. Grab them now. Uh, and that's it. And then at the end of the month, I am at the L.A. Comedy Club <clears throat> in Las Vegas during the actual AVN Awards uh, because I love gigging where there's porn stars. So that's it. That's it. Today is, a, today is the beginning of about four shows that are absolutely fin- fantastic. Uh, we got on Friday, uh, Ryan's worked really hard to get this guy on, uh, Magnora 7. 
yeah. from um, Reddit is going to break down the whole history of the Rothschilds and get into all that. And the following week, we have Tim Kelly, right? Tim Kelly from... Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon, excuse me. Tim Dillon from New York. The Tim Dillon's Going to Hell podcast. We're getting a Q anonymous. And then the last, at the end of next week, we got Jim Florentine. And we're still figuring out what we want to do. We might do aliens. I really want to get into the Santa Rosa fires, but I need confirmation of stuff. So we'll figure that out by the end of the week. Sounds but good. just sit in the pocket with us. You guys are loving the Patreon, and we appreciate you guys. We're almost up to 200 subscribers. We are putting content on there all the time. So go there. It's a great way to support the show. And that's it, man. A lot of new T-shirts going to be coming up, so we appreciate everything. And that is the business. Now it's time to get into the episode. Today's episode is going to be very interesting because I got to be honest with you, I came into this episode with a certain idea that I feel that a lot of people think, and then I kind of uh, walked it back, and it's going to be very interesting. Uh, Joining me... Uh, us in the studio is a very funny comic. He's out of San, San Francisco. He's got a, a wonderful video out there exposing George Soros. Please welcome Matt Lieb, everybody. Hey, what's up, Tinfoil? How you guys doing? Doing yeah. good. Thank you for coming on, Matt. Yeah. Really appreciate it. I've known you for a couple years now. Yeah, yeah. We worked at Sack Punch together. Yeah, the Sacramento Punchline. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, you ate my, my, my chicken wings or my, my cheese sticks. Uh, it was... Probably your uh, chicken quesadilla. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was yours. So, but you just, randomly eat random plates of it's food. It's in around. The, if it's in the green room, I thought it was fair game. It wasn't until after the fact that I realized you probably wanted to eat that. I f- still feel bad to this day. Well, do, you, do you know why you're on the show? Is it to pay you back? No, it's because the probation's over. You oh. were on a two-year probation. Oh, shit. I didn't even know. And you're out. Now, congratulations. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to eat any food that I see around in front of my face. That's just kind of how it works. It's perfect. It's perfect. Now, um, what's going on here is that we have seen that you, uh, I've seen you doing. uh, Ah. Whoa, yes. And I know we're going to get shit at home for that. But you know what? Deal with it. Welcome to the tinfoil hat. This is how we go. Janky, homeboy. Mm -hmm. What's our motto for 2018? Keep it janky, homeboy. Mm -hmm. Keep it stanky and janky, bitch. I don't know. I'm making up new things for you. No, dude. We are constantly trying to come up with new (laughs) t-shirts. And it might... Had to be keep it stanky and janky in 2018. <laughs> now, um, tell us a little bit about this network that you're working on, this mm-hmm. this YouTube channel, and yes. what's it a part of? All right, so I uh, write and sometimes host a show called News Broke. It's on AJ Plus, which is Al Jazeera's online uh, digital platform. And we were kind of talking a little bit about Al Jazeera. Yeah, so uh, if you're not familiar with Al Jazeera, um, you probably heard about it after 9-11. It's like the CNN of the Middle East. Osama bin Laden uh, sent a bunch of videos claiming responsibility for 9-11. Uh, you know, and that's how we found out in America about it. Uh, they tried to kind of re-ba- rebrand, make a Al Jazeera America here, uh, 24-hour news network. That did not go well. Oh, uh, and I, I mean, we kind of discussed why it didn't go well. Yeah. We kind of thought coming into America with the name Al Jazeera uh, turns most people off, uh, I think, because Al Jazeera sounds like Al Qaeda. 100%. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like uh, like it's going to be 
something that shows I mean most people don't like Arabs in this country it's a thing where we hear like something like Al Jazeera and we're like oh fuck watch out for that Al Jazeera is in your home well it's a it's manipulation of um, uh, propaganda exactly and and it's very interesting that the sheep actually get mad mm-hmm. when somebody tries to tell them <laughs> about some the wolves. True, yeah, and yeah. they're like, "No, we yeah. we like the wolves. Yeah. The wolves are our friends, yeah. and they're telling us the truth. The wolves are selling me makeup and clothing. Yeah. How could they think anything but good thoughts about me? <laughs> yeah, and it's very interesting. So, yeah. and we talk a lot of we talked a little bit about the RT news. Now, I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of RT news because mm-hmm. if you actually take a look at the people mm-hmm. on RT news, uh, Lee, Camp, Lee Camp, Jesse Ventura, yeah. uh, Ed Schultz is his name. He used to be on MB- MSNBC. Uh-huh. Like these are people like. People believe in them, and now they're on RT News. Now they're like, hey, it's suspect. Right. I think foreign news is okay because people are cool with the BBC. Right. People watch BBC and be like, oh, this is information. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Right. Everything has a bias, no matter what. So, like, Al Jazeera has a bunch of uh, biases, but most of them are Middle Eastern based. Like, it, it, it's Al Jazeera is run out of Qatar. Uh, and uh, Qatar is supposed to be Qatar well, is a Qatar or Qatar. It's actually pronounced Qatar, and when I say Qatar, usually someone corrects me. So at this point, I just say it's, Qatar now. Yeah, I'm cool yeah, with that. You know, Cutter, like a like a 13 year old, yeah, like the girl, girl who needs attention. Yeah, and yeah. Like, oh, I cut myself. Oh <laughs> yeah, my god, Susie, don't do that. You're love. <laughs> yeah. So like. Uh, they're supposed to be allied with the fucking uh, Saudis and and uh, Sunnis in general. Although they just got a blockade on them by Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, Egypt, and uh, United Arab Emirates because they've been showing a lot of coverage of the what's happening in Yemen, and that's basically the Saudis going yeah. into Yemen and fucking shit. Oh, up. and that, that's us yeah. giving the mm-hmm. Saudis yeah, 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 arms yeah, yeah. deals. Like I right. put something out. On uh, on Facebook the other day, like real reasons to hate Trump. Right, right, right. And one of them is funds ISIS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like Obama did. Right. And and, and arms the Saudis. Yep. Just like Obama did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, you know, I put wink, wink, and it's like reasons not to hate Trump. Mm-hmm. Russia gay and this fucking dumb book that came out, which the author <laughs> literally says. I didn't confirm any of these. These stories are probably blatant lies, but mm. I'll let you decide. Right, Unbelievable. Right. <laughs> Unbelievable. And, you know, like Jimmy Dore put it best. He's like, this is this is progressive porn. This is yeah, like yeah, yeah. pet house letters yeah, yeah. for progressives. We're like, oh, God. Oh, he's so dumb. Yeah. He's got the, oh, yeah. God. Oh, clean up. I made the, <laughs> the, the pages are sticky. They're like, why is this book so sticky? It's like, ah, I don't know. I just got weird. Stop it. I like to read, you know? Yeah. The Saudis are fucked up, and fucking Iran, uh, that's the thing, is like, they're using the same game plan right. as Bush and Obama did to go into Iraq. Right. They all want to fucking. Everyone wants to fuck with Iran, and the thing about Iran is, it's like, sure, they've got problems too, but they're no, they're no worse than the fucking Saudis. Can I ask you, mm-hmm. who has Iran attacked? Right. That's the thing. Is, is pretty much Iran. Uh, they the way the whole Middle East works, it works a lot in the same way that uh, the West works, where proxy wars. So like. You know, Yemen is a proxy war between Saudis and Iran. And, like, uh, it's it's both of these trying to grapple for power. The only difference is Iran, uh, in terms of, like, their revolutionary Shiaism, is not about, like, uh, as much... Uh, 
terrorism and going into America and fucking shit up the same way that the Saudis breed Wahhabism, which is basically you got, you know, ISIS, you got Salafists, you got all the people like that shit is way more damaging. Well, yeah, 100 percent. So yeah. the, what basically is going on in the east is you have Israel. OK, and uh-huh, they have uh-huh. their thing. And, yeah. you know, the whole Zionism and all mm-hmm, that stuff mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. whatever you want to believe about that. And yeah. Oh, I got lots to say about Zionism. Okay, we'll get into that, buddy. Yeah, and, 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 and the, Jews and the great and, uh, and the greater <laughs> greater Israel. There's that to talk about uh-huh. that. But the real war, and it's why it's Iraq, mm-hmm. uh, Iran, and, and Saudi Arabia yes. is uh, Sunnis versus Shiites. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, Iran is Shiites, if I'm correct, mm-hmm. and then. Iraq was mm-hmm. Sunnis, mm-hmm. which was the minority of right, that country, right, which... and then uh, uh, the the royal family is, and Saudi Arabia is Sunni as well. Exactly, yes. So Saudi Arabia would fund uh, um, what's his face that used to run Iraq, uh, Sa- uh, Saddam. Saddam Hussein, mm-hmm. and kept them power and kept it really almost mm-hmm. like non like. You could be religious, but that wasn't what ran. Right. So the U.S. comes in illegally into Iraq. Right, right. Takes out. Then Brimmer the third mm-hmm. makes a fatal flaw. Maybe it's a fatal flaw, or was it done intentionally? Mm. Where, where normally yeah. when you overthrow a country, you just take out the leader right. and you leave the body. You take out the head right. and you leave the body in. Right, right. But he got rid of the whole government. All mm-hmm. the Sunnis were out. Yeah, And yeah. the Sunnis now have formed. ISIS, basically, right, right. and that's why they're being funded by the Saudis right. because they're the same tribe. Yeah, yeah. Al Qaeda in Iraq basically is the same thing as ISIS. That's that's what happened uh, over there. So, and the interesting thing about ISIS and mm-hmm. how you know that this is like kind of shady as shit mm-hmm. is that ISIS is in no country that is uh, allies with the United States mm-hmm. and Israel. There's they're not oh, in any of the. Yeah, not yeah, in yeah. any of those countries. Right, like right, ISIS right. just went in the Philippines after the the, the guy uh-huh. who runs the Philippines talked mad shit about the yeah. United States. And suddenly, ISIS is in the Philippines. Well, the way ISIS works is is seems to be a lot in the same way that uh, it's uh, Al Qaeda worked before that, and also uh, basically online uh, radicalization. That's that's their that's their best uh, thing to do in so other countries. ISIS. But but yeah. let's. Let's talk about what people don't really. Yeah. Okay, finish your thought, and then I'll. Oh I'll no, that that was basically my thought. Is like you know when you have people in the Philippines or you know uh, shooting shit up, or if you you've got fucking you know some guy. Their online uh, marketing guy is amazing. Yeah, they're really really good. They got brand awareness. Find, they yeah. got hashtags, dude. But is they it got ISIS? synergy? So now we find out that the U.S. government, the CIA, mm-hmm. has actually paid half a billion dollars to a, a, a British PR company mm. to a create. A lot of these videos that everybody went crazy about. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you look it up. It's WikiLeaks dropped that that they, it was paid. Someone at the actual firm came out and admitted okay. it, and then uh, then they traced these Twitter accounts mm-hmm. back to who it is, and they found that they r- resonate, and r- they're mm-hmm. originally from like offices within the British Parliament. Oh shit, crazy! Right? I mean, that's that's some crazy shit. I I have not heard that specific theory, but. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. I'm at Tinfoil Hat. At this point, I got an open mind to anything you're about to say. Most things I, I, and I was kind of talking to you about this outside, was that 
most of the conversations I have, and I, this is not including our conversation right here, mm-hmm. is conspiracy theory uh-huh. versus propaganda. Sure. That, you know, yeah, again, yeah, yeah, the yeah. wolf, the sheep. Mm-hmm. The, I, I'm the, I am discussing with the sheep. You're telling people about the wolves. And the wolf, and they and are. People were so comfortable with the, the wolves because the wolves are hella fuckable. Yeah. And, like, everyone wants to just get down with the wolf because he's strong. It's comfortable. And he got teeth and he's comfortable. And we're too busy in our lives trying to keep afloat a, a mm-hmm. this crazy life. It's okay life we got. that the wolf is eating my, my legs because right now I got a lot of food in my mouth. I got this That's Instagram. all the way down there. I got this Instagram. Uh-huh. I got a thousand people. <laughs> I follow a thousand black strippers and they all follow me back. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to worry about mm-hmm. if the people at the top are lying to me. Right, you know? right, right, right. And, it's a, and I want to get into this because this very much involves what this this episode's about and that mm-hmm. is George Soros. You put out a video yes. and uh, congratulate. It got a million views. Yep, Was that yep, it? Yep. I got a, a million and a half views. That's on right. That's George a big so- half too. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, uh, I would say that a, a good percentage of the views are people who saw it said George Soros exposed. Yeah. were like, fuck yeah. Because there's a whole, there is a whole industry, like a, a cottage industry of people putting out videos called whatever the fuck exposed. And you know, that, that includes uh, most conspiracy theories in general. The difference is the George Soros conspiracy theory is probably the most uh, is uh, like mainstream conspiracy theory that I've I think ever seen where you've got, uh, you know, Fox News and whatnot talking about Soros in this way that is uh, is similar to the way fucking Alex Jones talks about him or these like videos about George Soros exposed. So I wanted to get it like what are the facts on George okay. Soros? Okay, and it's a very interesting video because yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. When when I saw, oh, and, and it's almost like what you're talking about because I am in the conspiracy theory Right, right, world. right, right, right. So when you were like, I want to saw the video, I'm like, oh, I know Matt, man. I want to see what he thinks about that. Right, right. I, I hit you up before I watched the video because I just wanted to do an episode on this. Right. So I didn't know exactly. And I watched the video, and it's a very interesting video, and it did open my eyes right. to... The Some very the, complex nature mm-hmm. that is George Soros, right, right, and it's the story of two people. I right. think yes. it's like two. There's two young Soros, theories. and why I mean young oh, up okay. to like seventies yeah, Soros yeah. versus yeah. this new Soros guy, and we'll get mm. into that. But uh, Ryan, do you have any like? Let, let's kind of break into. Do you want to talk about this? Like, mm-hmm. who George Soros is? Who is George Soros? Left-wing liberal billionaire. Mm-hmm. It's an easy way to say it, right? That's true. George Soros has been a prominent international supporter of democratic ideas and causes for more than 30 years. Yes. His philanthropic, how do you say that? Philanthropic. There you go. Organization, the Open Society Foundation, mm-hmm. supports democracy and human rights in more than 100 countries. Okay, so that sounds... As a liberal, and I am a liberal, mm-hmm. I'm not part of any group, dog. I'm straight up Ronin. <laughs> you guys know that. <laughs> I'm, I'm straight fu- up Ronin. I walk fucking. I, I love no, that. Here's it, dude. I am <laughs> part of no group. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't uh, defend anybody. I don't personally know. Mm-hmm. I don't defend any actions. I don't personally know. Yep. I do not spread information and knowledge to those who do not seek it, which saves me getting in fights at the comedy store, which has happened. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. we need to not talk about this. And finally, I right the wrong. So mm-hmm. I, I lean liberal socially. That's not a group. That's just what I lean towards, which is love, peace, respect, mm-hmm. uh, which I think the progressives are losing focus on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're in such 
like they're just so rapid to want to destroy Trump that they're they're gleefully enjoying this book that is out, right, right. which is the and I said before <clears throat> the own author says he didn't verify anything, he didn't double check anything, and he most likely thinks they're straight out false. Mm. But he put them out because that's what he knows. Like I have a Makes friend of mind. mine, you know, I, I must say, Owen Benjamin, who I love to death. I love Owen. I've known Owen since he was a young kid, uh-huh. and like he's in this weird kind of place right now because I think he started out as politically correct right like fighting political correctness and mm-hmm. just the blatant stupidity of that how it's like mm-hmm. it's not civil rights it's the retarded crack addicted brother mm-hmm. of re- uh, of civil rights right which it, it sounds like it's based in that and it's really not yeah but yeah yeah he kind of fought back now he's like into some realm and i just think he's in an echo chamber right That's and i would problem. say this to his, he's in the echo chamber of he's dropping n-bombs mm-hmm. on uh, on twitter and you know, F-bombs about gay people and all mm-hmm. this shit. And it's just an echo chamber of uh, how it fucking works. So, I mean, like, I get in this uh, argument all the time about George Soros. Uh, like, what is George Soros? Where is George Soros? Where right. is he from? So, I, you know, you kind of brought it up. He, You know, George Soros is a- 86 years old, uh-huh. right? He's 86 or 87. Yeah, 80, long yeah I think 87 now. Born. And let's get into the history kind of of him. He uh, was born in Hungary, Hungary, right? And yeah. you now have a real problem with Hungarians. Right? Yeah, no. Uh, 2018, um, I'm coming for you, Hungos. If you're out there, <laughs> listen. All right, Adam Carolla, <laughs> Christina P, Goldie Hawn. Fuck anyone related to Harry Houdini. You're on my list, all right? Hey, dude, this guy wants a purge of the Hungary. Oh, purge all the Hungos, yeah. dude. Yeah. Hungos are out there. We're done with you. Oh, my bad. That's okay. That's okay. People no mo, in this show. No mo Hungo in 2018. No. That's my campaign right there, all right? So... Besides that, he was born in Hungary in 1930. He mm-hmm. lived through the Nazi occupation. Now, let's get into this because it's like this is a very quickly to jump in. And, and this is a very important part of his history, too. That w- and I think that we need to uh, take a look at this because you mm-hmm. had an interesting take on it. Mm-hmm. And I have a kind of a different take on a it. A lot of people do have a different take on it. And I think it's very interesting. And we'll get into that. So he's born uh, to two people, Tevadar and Elizabeth. Uh, 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 Schwartz, which Schwartz. is very interesting because my girlfriend Dana, sh- her whole relatives are the Schwartz. I'm like, are yeah. you guys related to dude, she's, the Soros? She's stuff? a fucking Soros. Dude. She's a deep Soros operative, dude. Soros. <laughs> so his father escaped a prisoner of war. His father wanted to basically, uh-huh. this is very important because, it, 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 and Soros speaks very highly of his father. Like, I think mm. we all do for the most we part. We all love our dads. Okay. Or uh, hate them. Speaks here. Yeah. There's a relationship. It's a with love-hate him. relationship he with He speaks dads. very highly of his father. And his father mm-hmm. dreamed of basically replacing all languages, uh-huh. languages with uh, Esperanto. Okay. He wanted the yeah. world. To, was, you laughed at that, Aaron. Thoughts? Oh, just because I I remember uh, hearing about that in like, uh, like I love the seventies or something yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> like his father wanted it to it. be the the world to speak Esperanto, which is the what I believe is the seeding of this fear that the conspiracy theorists have of one world government. Right, 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 the right. The beginning right. of the one world government. So the Nazis invade. Any thoughts on that, Ryan? The Nazis invade. Did they or didn't they? They didn't. <laughs> yeah, here's where it gets interesting. Yeah, they killed over 500,000 Hungarian Jews. Uh-huh. So, 
It's so, as a guy who hates hungos right now, your thoughts on that? Uh, well, no. See, my, my whole thing is American hungos. All okay. Right? Okay. <laughs> you guys got to assimilate, all right? Okay. No more of this bullshit. Okay. Chicken parm? Mm-mm. Yeah. Not on my watch. I respect the fuck out. You just lost Aaron on chicken parm. That guy, that's, he calls that Tuesday. Yeah. So, as the communists consolidated power in Hungary after the war... Soros left for Budapest in 1947. Okay, you're jumping a little too bit far ahead. You're jumping Stick a little far ahead. Nazi so Hungary. his okay. father, the the Hungarian, the Nazis invade. His father makes a life decision mm-hmm. to basically give his son to uh, Nazi when he was 13 year old. The Na- a Jim, Nazi collaborator who yes. pretended to be his godfather. The uh, he, this son uh, to official of the Nazi collaboration party of the Hungarian department. Right. Which is a survival mode. Yes. And we, I don't think anyone mm-hmm. would do that. Now some people like and, and I'm going to be honest with you at 14 year old 14 years old if someone said dude we're rounding up all the Armenians and we're taking their shit I have to ask myself would I do that? Right, 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 right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Here's how George Soros speaks of this. Because within yes. your video, you said very much it's it's a 14-year-old survivor right. thing. So let's get into this real quick. So now this is My a clip. Hold on. Made. Okay, go on. This is a clip from 60 Minutes uh, in the, I think, mid-90s where George Soros is being interviewed about his time uh, in during Nazi occupation. Now, is Hungary. your theory that... Mm-hmm. That no 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 I have no theory about this this video whatsoever. But but the whole thing with conspiracy theorists is that George Soros tried to get this interview off the internet. Right right. There's a whole thing about George Soros in this in this interview. uh, But this is very important to the discussion. Okay, so let's get into this. These are his own words. That one should think ahead. One should understand and and anticipate events. uh, And uh, one one is threatened. It was a tremendous threat of evil. I mean, it was a, a very personal experience of evil. My understanding is, is that you went out with this protector of yours That's who swore that you were uh, his adopted godson. Yes, yes. yes. Went out, in fact, and helped in the confiscation of property from the Jews. That's right, yes. I mean, that's that sounds uh, like an experience that would send lots of people to the psychiatric couch for many, many years. Was it difficult? Uh, uh, not, not, not at all. Not at all. It, uh, maybe as a child, you don't you don't see the connection, uh, uh, but it was it created no no problem at all. No feeling of guilt. No. For example, that uh, I'm Jewish, uh, and here I am watching these people go. I could just as easily be there. I should be there. None of that. I could be on the other side, or I could be the one from whom it, the thing is being taken away. Uh, um, but there was no sense that I shouldn't be there, because uh, that was... Uh, uh, well, actually, funny way, it's just like in markets that if I weren't there, of course I wasn't doing it, but somebody else would would, would, would be taking it away anyhow. Uh, pure doing, evil. That is mm-hmm. a very interesting mm-hmm. statement to yes. him, from him, because that is how he lives his life from here. Sure. But can we let's let's get into this clip. This is a very important clip in the George Soros conspiracy theory world. Okay. So. From this clip, which uh, 
is also not the full clip. If you could, it's not. If you could find uh, the the full, uh, not the full interview, but just the the non Alex Jones one, uh, it's it's very important because people claim from that clip he is a Nazi collaborator because he uh, you know was uh, present at the time of inventorying a Jewish home. Um, during the occupation. Okay, so I agree with that, and mm. I, I, we're I, I can't right now in the middle no, no, of the no, show no, 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 no. find that. No, clip, no, no, that's fine. That's but fine. I want you. Here's another interview in which he expresses his thought pro. And this well, is well, well before we get onto that. Okay. There, there's there's a very important point to be made because when I made the Soros video, I my argument, what I said in the video, without showing that clip, was like. People think that he is a Nazi collaborator because when he was 14, he was around. Uh, he speculate. I mean, he was a, a spectator during his godfather's fake godfather's inventorying of a Jewish house. First of all, uh, he was, in my opinion, he is a 14 year old Nazi uh, Nazi um, victim. Victim. He is hiding from the Nazis. He's doing this for survival, and he. Uh, Later in that clip says, uh, you know, I didn't actually do anything myself. I was just there. Right. And that's and the, and for some reason, people keep sending me the full interview of that clip. And I'm like, if you if you just wait a few seconds later, he goes, I wasn't okay. I, I wasn't actually. I understand what in, you're saying. Right. There. And he's kind of distancing himself from that moment being like, yes, I was part of this. But my problem with what you're saying right now yeah, yeah, yeah. is that this is an 86 year old man talking right here. And here's another interview he did. Okay. And, w- and, w- and then I, I will get your opinion on that. Real sure, quick. sure, sure. Hold on. This time as it was actually probably the happiest year of my life that year of German occupation. For me, it was a very positive experience. It's a, a strange thing, you know, because you see incredible suffering around you, and, and in fact, you are, you are in considerable danger uh, yourself. But you, you're 14 years old, and you don't believe that it can actually touch you. You have a belief in yourself, your belief in your father. It's a very uh, happy-making, exhilarating experience. Okay, so my point is that mm-hmm. is that this is eighty six year old George Soros who looks back uh, with glee at fondness to that thing, right? Right. Which right. is like, I mean, like I'm not saying that I've mm-hmm. ever walked on water, sure, sure and sure. that you know, like I think it's like th- there's a particular girl in high in in elementary school that, that we were incredibly brutal to right right and right. if i ever saw her again i would i would apologize a thousand times right 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 and even though as a child how i was treated with my mm-hmm. my my peers has formed the comedian that i am today like right my ability to just destroy hecklers yeah, it yeah. comes from the, a survival tactic sure but when i listen to soros talks about he doesn't seem to show yeah. the remorse that would come with like oh right. I just and and let's make something very clear about George Soros. Even though he is ethnically Jewish, uh-huh. he is atheist. Right. He does not claim being the Jew. He does not right, claim right, right. religion or anything like that. Right, Thoughts? right, right. So uh, here's uh, based totally on I'm Jewish, and this is based totally on my experience uh, in dealing with uh, and talking to a lot of I've met a lot of survivors of the Holocaust, and they fall into several different I don't want to say camps. They fall into several different categories, um, and 
uh, in terms of how they dealt with it. Some never talked about it forever. Uh, they, they felt shame and whatnot. Um, and there's different techniques that some use in order to kind of look back on it and not go, this was a 100% horrifying time and there's uh, survival-like survival uh, guilt and whatnot that is kind of, you can, uh, you can assume that it's there, but they never talk about it in a way where they feel guilty. I've never met a Holocaust survivor who felt guilty about their own experience during the Holocaust. Well, I, but are, are they, did they attribute to other Jews being exterminated? Did they, like, did, in terms of, like, the, are the people that you've talked to, mm-hmm. did they go into, did they, I mean, like, I don't find the exact clip, but uh-huh. there's rumor that not only did he, like, help them with, like, they he actually helped them find Jews. Right. See, that is one of the big uh, theories out there, which has no basis in reality or fact. Okay. It's all based on this uh, interview and multiple interviews that he's given about his experience uh, hiding from the Nazis by getting fake pa- uh, papers. Uh, it's all based on the fact that the hiding I have no problems with. Well, that's okay, a, because you got it. But then but the that's what he's happen. that. Well, that's the thing. That is what he is doing when he is. Uh, there is also the there's the Judenrat, which was a uh, Jewish, uh, basically collaborative uh, Nazi government where they basically were like, hey, you need your own Jewish police in the ghettos. Uh, and no- we do see that all, it's still in like New York City, isn't there areas that are, are very Hasidic Jew and well, well, they yeah. have their own like police force? But this was very specific to like the Nazis were like, uh, hey, we need you guys to police your own people and, and whatnot. This is before uh, they extermi- exterminated the ghettos and, and put everyone into camps. And it's like there's a lot of different ways that people were trying to survive this, uh, not knowing, by the way, that they were uh, exterminating I, they were there. The actual plan was to kill all of them. So people were just just go with it. This the war will be over soon. Just do whatever you can to survive. And the stuff that George Soros actually did compared to a lot of other stories I've heard is nothing like inventorying a Jewish house. is The most PG rated shit you could do. It's kind of, of the Louis the no- C.K. of jerking right, off sexual ex- assault. Exactly. Where, like, if you had <laughs> to pick a yeah. sexual assault, you take a. A bald Jewish Mexican guy beating off in front of you. Right. It's it's, it's really like the lowest rung of uh, Nazi atrocity was going in there and go, okay, we've got a menorah. We've got but a nice chair. But does it affect chair. you that how he, how Listen, he looks back on it? I am not going to tell you that I don't think he's vaguely creepy. He right. is he's a creepy type dude. And uh, in my opinion, and this is very important, there are two sides of the story. Number one is the... Uh, most of the conspiracy theories about him, which I completely disavow as like that to me, uh, the, uh, the there's a lot of anti-Semitic conspiracy theories okay. about him that are based on uh, a lot of old tropes about control of the world and control of, uh, you know, the uh, government and whatnot. And okay. then there's ones that uh, aren't aren't considered conspiracy theories. And I think they're the most important. It's the. Not even a conspiracy theory. Capitalists, rich people, run the world. What? That That yeah. is true 100% whatsoever. The weird thing about Soros is that he, on the left, uh, or for the right wing, is considered the, the fucking devil because he is, you is know. Is he, though, the equivalent of 
the Koch brothers. Yes. These guys. And the Adelsons, uh, uh, or uh, Sheldon Adelson, he's equivalent to— But do to, you not yeah. see that mm-hmm. those people get <clears throat> criticized as well? They do. They do. But no, no one has ever uh, said about—no one's ever judged Sheldon Adelson for uh, the way— he survived the Holocaust. He, like for the how weird, did he survive the Holocaust? I actually don't. I don't know okay. how he survived the Holocaust. Maybe or, was, or maybe whether or not. American Jew. Yeah, I don't actually know whether or not he's a Holocaust survivor or not. What I'm saying is that uh, there's levels of the conspiracy theory. Like people go on uh, conservative news channels like Fox News and say Nazi collaborator George Soros, and I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Because like no one would ever. I've never heard anyone. But he did collaborate to a point, though, right? Well, I you mean, could, like you can well, later that, on when you say right. that in your video, they talk about how he uh, might fund the neo Nazis, and I agree with you because that doesn't make sense, right? Because I think he funds, and there is proof of this. The other side of that, right? He he does which is his programs, that he's right? Working on. He does fund a bunch of left wing organizations, which uh, is fine. We'll get into that a little later right. because I think this is mm-hmm. him trying to get redemption, right, right, and make up for the other stuff that he's done. It might be that I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he uh, hated uh, Soviet Russia. He hated communism and the way that the government controlled uh, everything, economics included. His first philanthropic things he was doing was uh, after the fall of the Soviet Union uh, trying to uh, ease the transition of all these Eastern Bloc countries into uh, liberal democracy. And they hate him over there for it, uh, especially now, uh, because there's a bunch of conspiracy theories about him. And we'll get into into that for sure. I want to talk to you about, and we're going to get into uh, more... After the Nazi stuff, mm-hmm. we'll move on for that. Now we're going to move into how he made his money, and and this is this is where this shit is real. Okay, to which me, is which is economic that is, reflexive, reflexibility, is uh, that reflexivity, reflexivity, reflexivity. Right, which right, right. Is, I had to look it up, and I looked it up, and I read. It, I still didn't know, so I put out the Twitter, and, mm-hmm. and, and what I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, okay. that re, uh, economic reflexibility. Right, reflexivity, reflexivity. Whatever. Excuse me. Hey, I yeah. flunked first grade. I'm doing the best I can. Um, <laughs> is that how do you flunk first grade? That's the question. How do you? <laughs> I got told I wasn't mature enough to be a second grade. I don't know how you do that, That's but I achieved that goal. Uh, is that that economies are driven off of of human paradigms uh-huh. and feelings? Right. Yes. And that if Markets. you can manipulate these feelings you can manipulate the market yes that's true and he has taken uh advantage of uh his theory of economic reflexivity to the point of he's a guy who uh broke the bank of uh england uh he bet okay so before we get into that which i want to talk about because that's a big thing here yeah but where have we seen this before? And this is kind of where we see that the Rothschilds. Okay, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is like really where this is the kind of the inventor of that. Mm-hmm. In that many moons ago, and I'm not going to pretend to say the original Rothschilds name who invented this movement. Mm-hmm. And it starts with the Europe, uh, the England France War, British Fran- France War. Okay, okay. Britain beats France, mm-hmm. but this Rothschild guy does this economic reflexivity (laughs) where he goes back before news of the war is over okay he goes and tells everybody in the british stock market that france has won Mm, people flip out 
yeah. and they sell all their bonds. It crashes, and they sell all their bonds, and this time the Rothschilds come in and buy all the bonds. So what we're seeing is the original crash of the the pound. Okay, okay. And that's where you see the Rothschilds really sink their – this is the beginning of them sinking themselves in yeah. to – the world economy because at that point and there's an argument it still does revolve around England uh, this the have mm. you ever heard of the city of London I heard of it 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 is not part of England it is its own it, there's three parts in this world uh-huh. that are part of no country follow no laws and pay no taxes to them and that is the Vatican uh-huh the UN yeah and the city of London. And what are those three things? Rep- Vatican represents religion. Mm-hmm. The uh, UN represents military. Mm. And the city of London represents Finance. uh, finances. That's yeah. where all the house of, th- all the banking yeah, 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 centers yeah. of For the universe sure. are, okay? For sure. So England crashed it. Now they own the bond. They basically own mm-hmm. the pound at this point. Right, right, right. So right. that's where we see the beginning of this. And this I don't is- know. I have to be honest. I don't know too much about the Rothschilds. Uh, so uh, I've... The this this all sounds right. This yeah. all sounds yeah. correct. Yeah. I don't. We'll get I get into I a little discussion too about. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I have this. I talk a lot, and I, I want to get into this, and then I'll get into it, this point. It, I want to make it with you. So, so now here's what happens: where he makes some of his biggest. Real quick, let me make sure I got it all up. Real quick. Yeah. His biggest. Any thoughts? Uh, any thoughts, Ryan? Oh man, I'm uh, I'm operating in the last few brain cells. Yeah, I know because you did all night. He worked on the Marilyn Manson con- uh, video. Yeah, oh. Speak, uh, speaking of cutters, yeah. <laughs> from a long time ago, we talked about cutters. <laughs> it's been a bit. So, okay, so so here's where we get into. In 1947, he moves to England with his uncle. Uh-huh. Okay, he's a young man at this point. He went to the London School of Economics and became a student of, of the philosopher Karl Popper. Uh-huh. All right. And his book, The Open Society and Its its Enemies. He graduates in 1952. He goes and works for Singer and Freelander, where he is uh, works his way up in, into the uh, arbitrage department. Arbitrage, and I'm sure I'm butchering the name, mm-hmm. is the practice of taking advantage of price differences between two markets, striking a combination between matching deals that capitalize upon the imbalance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Example yeah. is I go mm-hmm. to Montreal in right. 2000. I go to a strip bar. I order <laughs> a, a round of drinks. Yeah, I yeah, hand yeah. them $100. At that point, they hand me back a bazillion bucks because the dollar's worth. Do you understand? Right, right, like, right, 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 that's right. kind of how I'm taking advantage uh, sure, sure, of sure. the difference. And, yeah. and it's more complex than that. Right, right, and right, it, right. That's just a simple, like, easily digestible way of understanding. Yeah, that. money manip- manipulation, market manipulation. So he goes to, um, <clears throat> he goes, and the big time he makes his move is when, is in the Bank of England in 1992. Right? Is that where? That's when he started? broke broke the Bank of England. Yeah, broke the Bank of England. At so, that at that point, he was uh, hedge fund uh, multiple. He managed multiple hedge fund hedge funds. And here's kind of uh, them breaking it down right now. Mm-hmm. On, um, let me make sure this is a home. I think that's risking two billion dollars in Russia. Okay. Minutes. Okay. So uh, does he do Russia first, or does he does, or does he do England first? I, I mean, he he was doing this all uh, all over the place. Like this is this is 
something that he did a lot in terms of like he did it in in like the South Pacific too and like uh, so basically the point is what he does is he uses this economic reflexivity uh-huh, right yeah and with his money he affects mm-hmm. markets right yeah so the one of the big ones he did was that he in England he saw that the pound was shaky right. So, and I don't know exactly how you do this, but he bet against bet the, against the right. pound, yeah, yeah, which destroyed the economy, right. which destroyed the pound. In one day, the British government lost like, like three point two billion dollars. Yeah, and he made like a billion off of it. He or made something. a billion. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how you bet against money. Yeah, I, it's all the economic shit, all the fucking like I don't know how that shit works, but apparently it's just a giant casino. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you bet against it, and everybody freaked out, and mm-hmm. he crashed it. Right. Yeah. And then he did it again with Russia. Mm-hmm. He basically crashed the Russian ruble. He asked for the United States. To give them $8 billion, which must be fun. Yeah, dude. I wish I'm going to prop up the ruble. They said no. Yeah. So this guy, in turn, goes and he basically goes to this giant uh, publication, this economic publication, or uh, Wall Street, and he says the ruble is overvalued. It Uh should be 20% less. And that crashes the Russian mm-hmm. economy. Yeah, yeah. And he makes money off of that as well. So yeah. now he's up to like $400 million. Yeah. And he's, we see him doing this over and over again. This is this is his, to me, the big crime of George Soros. So is it is. He is so a, you, a vulture capitalist. This dude is such a, 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 like a force when it comes to world economies that he, uh, you know, that it makes it, totally plausible for you to be like he is an evil man maybe even evil genius personally uh my whole thing with him is number one he's beautiful and i think you people, love those bags under his i eyes. love the bags under his eyes i wish i could just put you my, know he, my, has, my, to, my he has to he has to check like those bags in every time he flies i can imagine Each one of them is a hundred dollars yeah yeah i mean he has to get them cut every year by uh by a fucking moil it's like a bris for his eyes dude. do you think it sparks when they're shaving it down <laughs> Yeah, of course. And then a fucking rabbi comes in and sucks the blood out. It's, uh, and then he gets eye hurt. What is with the rabbi sucking the little babies? It's like it's it's a small sect of like uh, Orthodox Weirdness? Jews who like apparently they cut the foreskin off and then they suck the blood. It has something to do with fucking God or something. And, and this is to a point that you were making before about him being an atheist. A, a lot of Jews are, are, are atheists. The thing about being a Jew is at this point or at least for the last, like, 100 years or so, it's a fucking uh, ethnicity more so than it is a religion. And the I find that the more religious a Jewish person is, just like with any other religion, the more fucking crazy they okay, are. Okay, so I want to get into that real yeah. quick. But what we see with him, and then we'll get into that Jewish yeah, yeah, part, because yeah. I want to ask you a real question, because it's a real thing we fight here uh-huh. on this podcast, yeah, which yeah. is anti-Semitism. I am, yeah, yeah. I am basically in a relationship you know, with a Schwartz. With, with a, yeah. With, well, she's a Marshall. She's a Marshall. I don't Marshall. know what the actual Jewish name is. Marshall Jewish? I don't know. A- anything can It's really... a great store, but it's yeah. a Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> it I mean, is an art supply store. There. Yeah. It's a, you get some Jews love there. art. They yeah. love it so much that they kept Hitler out of art school. So so his whole theory is, and he, we see him talk about when he was working with the Nazis, yeah, yeah. that if it wasn't <clears throat> me, it would be somebody else. Right. And that's how he th- thinks about when he crashes these economies back right. in the day. Taking if advantage. If it wasn't me. Yeah. somebody else was going to do it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is 
is you see that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In like entertainment where you see somebody sell out and they're like, dude, yeah. If it wasn't me, somebody else is going to do it. So why can't I and make money? And you see money it in politics. It. I had an opportunity. I took it. That's what people, this is like exploitation. That's what people who want to make a lot of money or get a lot of power do is exploit whatever the fuck. They don't care how it looks. And George Soros does Would not you say care there's an how evil shit looks. to that, though? I think there's an evil to that. I think there's definitely an evil to exploitation. Yeah, of course. Okay, I respect that. Yeah. So now I want to get into the talk because, you know, there's a lot of talk about Jews and and why there are a lot of Jewish people who hate conspiracies. Yes. Because they always bring up that it eventually leads to the Jews, the Jews run yes. the world. Right, right, right. But what I find is that that is only perpetrated because I believe that Jews do not sit there and go, we don't run everything. You uh-huh. are a guy who, before you're talking about how you're just grinding, grinding, right, grinding. Right. Our friend David Deary, who's been on the show, grinding, grinding, grinding. And then when you actually look at who runs their banking system, mm-hmm. there are people yeah. that are not Jewish. Uh, oh, the right. Citibank, right, right. one of the biggest ones, ran yeah. by the House of Saad. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Chase Bank is ran by the Rockefellers. They are Protestants. Mm-hmm. Okay, the uh, Most of your uh, uh, centralized banks, your mm-hmm. Federal Reserves and stuff like that, are owned by multiple people. One of them is the royal family of England. They're yeah, very yeah. high up. And there's actually a discussion that, you know, Queen Elizabeth is the top of the food chain. Right, right, Why right. Why does this chick go around and, <laughs> and, like, everybody go nuts when she shows up? Right. Well, maybe she's got a little more power than this kind of Kim Kardashian thing that, right, 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 that right, England right. has. And, like, you know, technically she owns all of Canada, technically, mm. all of the U.K., all of... Uh, all of Australia. Oh, I mean, shit. she technically owns more land than right. even the Catholic Church. Yeah, damn. That's and, crazy. Yeah. So there is this stuff like, so when people go, oh, it comes down to bankers, I find that like Jews never say, well, dude, there's a lot of people who own the very biggest, most powerful banks right. that are not Jewish. I think the thing is with uh, Jews and Jewish conspiracy theories is that like Jews are definitely op- overrepresented in areas that fit very neatly into the anti-Semitic narrative. So, like, there's a lot of Jews in Hollywood. That's true. There's a lot of Jews in banking. That's true. And the problem is, is, like, the idea that Jews form a cohesive cabal together in order to specifically benefit themselves in the process of banking, in the process of, like, Hollywood. Uh, a lot of that comes from the Rothschilds because he was the first one to be right. like, I'm only going to hire family members. Right, sure. I mean, I, I can totally see uh, where people get the idea about the narratives that Jews run everything. The problem is is that there's not enough Jews in the world there to, really is. to actually run everything. There's like 20 million Jews. and uh, And so... The conspiracies about Jews, it, like that, it's literally the oldest conspiracy theory there is. Back in uh, like Tsarist Russia, uh, you know, and and further back than that, because that's not that long ago. Uh, the Jews were always in Europe, the middleman between the fucking, you know, the person at the top, the monarch. And the the peasant, they right. were the ones who were the tax collectors because yeah. these are the jobs they could get. Right. Jews were not allowed to do. Well, we see that with the uh, story of Jesus. Whether you believe in that or not, right, I'm right, not right, a religious right. guy. I'm a spiritual dude. I see the Bible, right, just like any other book is a tale of morals and fables, right, right, sure. That maybe not, maybe the people existed, but those stories didn't exist, right. And uh, you know, the whole thing when the Passion of Christ came out, like mm-hmm. you know, people were like it's anti-Semitic. They hate the Jews. Well, I'm like. 
Well, the truth is, if you actually take a look at it, the Jews didn't kill fucking. The Jews didn't kill the uh, kill Jesus because Jesus himself was a Jew. Right. The bankers did. And mm, you're like, well, those are the only jobs I could get. Well, Je- Jesus was a carpenter. I mean, they they right. were making jobs as farmers and all that other stuff. It's right. this particular group. The story goes: he walks into the uh, in the market. There, there. These bankers are loaning money with interest, which right. is where Usury. we see and. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, I mean, if you take a look at the Federal Reserve and all the social, all the centralized banks, right? The debt is like killing countries, right, 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 right. The loaning right. Yeah. of the WBO, IMF, the IMF, yeah, right. the loaning of money with uh, stipulations that you can never reach. Therefore, right. they end up going, oh well, mm-hmm. now we're taking your natural resources, right, so, right. The, you know, it's like this whole thing where I say it's like Jews never, call, it's not us, it's bankers who just happen to be, the, you right. know. Portions of them, or even high, a right. lot of portions of them, happen to be Jewish. So, anti anti Semitism forms like is like a really specific role yeah. in these, uh, you know, old European societies where if you were mad about how shit was economically, you could fucking, uh, you know, if you're a fucking monarch or you're the fucking lord, you go like, uh, take it out on the fucking yeah. Jews. You are looking, it's like what they do with Mexico, the yes. way they get poor whites to hate Mexicans. Right, exactly. If they're taking the jobs. Taking the, people the jobs. people telling you that are the ones shipping out the jobs. Right. The Mexicans aren't going, bring the factory. They're, yeah. they're really not saying bring the factories here because. And these, nor are they the head of the factory. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, when the, well, you know, it's like Trump wants to build this fucking wall right. to keep these Mexicans out. Well, the Mexicans are only coming here because we've completely destabilized their country right. through our drug wars and, and our free trade, which yeah. lowers the price uh-huh. of uh, what they're willing to play to get shit done. Yeah, and even yeah. though their number, even though their standard of living may l- rise a little, right? Yeah. Like when, you, when we always hear capitalism raised more people out of of poverty than anything. That's great. Yeah. But that that capitalism of of the forties right. with uh, FDR is not the capitalism we right. have right exactly. now. Exactly. It's not. We don't have the economy that we used to have after well, the, the war the, too. The, uh, there were regulations. There and were regulations. Jimmy, Jimmy yeah. Dore says it right. If they were called what they really are, which is protections, mm-hmm. we yeah. would we would have a different economy. Right. You know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. We had we did something on the libertarian, and we had a, a really mm-hmm. funny comic, uh, Dave Smith, right uh-huh. from uh, from um, Legion of Skanks. He's a big libertarian, and mm. I find the libertarians want to run to corporations for everything. Right. But they're the ones who manipulate the government, uh-huh. man, mm-hmm. and they're the ones who make the rules that set everything bad. Yeah, and yeah. as you deregulate everything, which is what the libertarians want. Mm-hmm. They always inevitably get the bailouts that they oh, yeah. don't want, but they still fucking happen. And right. th- so they don't own that shit, but their decisions make that. Yeah. So so it's like when we look at like um uh, Goldman Sachs, right? Yeah, yeah. And how they the big uh, uh um the real estate crash is mm-hmm. that they literally set together a portfolio. Yeah, yeah. In which they knew it was going to collapse, mm-hmm. convinced their own fucking investors, their clients, to invest in that fucking portfolio, yeah. and then does what George Soros did, mm-hmm. takes out uh, an insurance policy against that, right? And when it inevitably crashed, right. They made all this money. We're talking about the housing market, yes. Oh, and with that case, it's even more fucked up because. Uh, the whether or not they had an insurance policy, I I mean, uh, doesn't even matter because they were so big and powerful that the United States government had to bail them out. There's no choice because they uh, the whole economy would have collapsed. Otherwise, <laughs> that's the thing is like at this point that all these financial institutions are so bloated that you can't fucking you can't 
they cannot fail. If they well, fail, to, everything fucks up. Well, according to Norm Chomsky, yeah. if you watch the um, the Masters of Mankind, uh-huh. uh, you know, it was called Requiem for American Dream. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Masters yeah. of Mankind. They now actually budgeted in bailouts. They're yeah. Budgeting yeah. it into their budgets. Yeah. Uh, this bailout will come because we have no regulations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that's kind of the history of George Soros. Now, right. I want to get into... The second part of like what George Soros is now doing with this open society, open society stuff, foundation, which is yeah. I felt that you focused a lot on, which I, which is the interesting dynamic of this, right? Man. Yeah, and that at some point mm-hmm. after he's made these billions of dollars doing all this stuff, which right. people say you know is destroying comedy uh, economies and all that stuff, and they, comedy, and comedy, probably. <laughs> well, well, now I can I can actually make an argument for that. <laughs> I can yeah. actually make an argument for that. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, he, you know, if we look at like where he's invested in, right? Uh, you know, like he recently divested from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and all these other things where he's he's had a big like uh, like an invisible dark hand mm-hmm. into. Right, now, right, right, right. You know, so these open societies is based on that book that he, he right, 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 basically right. he has funded mm-hmm. very liberal causes. Yes. And uh, we can go through a whole list of the projects that he's done. Uh, Center for Constitutional Rights. We like uh, American Civil Liberty League, yeah, yeah, the ACL, ACLU, which I, yeah. I donate weekly, uh, monthly yeah. to. I yeah, get yeah. $10 every month to. ACLU's Human Baller. Rights Watch, Amnesty International. Uh-huh. Uh, what else is this? Correct the Record, interesting. Mm-hmm. America's Votes, Senate Majority Pack, Planned Parenthood Action Fund. Right. I am for... I used Planned Parenthood when I was, a, you know, I was broke. <laughs> I, I went there I, to see the doctors and stuff like that. Oh, okay. I am for yeah. the, you I know. I thought you meant you got, like, hell of abortions. Like, there's a lot of girls no. who needed abortions, and I just shipped them oh. all there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. The bus is pulled up, Sam and these bitches. <laughs> uh, and Citizens United. It's very, it, you know, human history, yeah. Mark. There's a lot of stuff. That's the thing about him. There's a lot. Uh, so... The problem that I have about most of the people who talk shit uh, about George Soros on the right is that they they talk about him in this way where they're like, it is unbelievable that this guy can just go around funding, uh, you know, they'll say he funds Black Lives Matter. Animacy International. And, and, and the problem is to me is like, uh, I don't think it's good. And I want to put this out there. First and foremost, I do not think it's good that billionaires get to have a seat at the table in our politics just because they have money. That's fucking bullshit. That's how you yeah. know we live in a Citizens completely... United un- is devastating. It's devastating. We live in an unequitable society completely. And that's my problem with the libertarians. Right. And they're like, let the free market work it out. Right. Well, it's never going to work out exactly because one the market has a billion yeah. and the other people have nothing. Yeah, and because like George Soros said, I mean, the whole theory of economic reflexivity is the fact that uh, markets are not this thing that, oh, they all you know, uh, there's equilibrium ne- by nature. Uh, he specifically exploits the fact that you can scare people into selling all of their stock on in fucking Coca-Cola for no reason. And then everyone's like, oh, shit, everyone's selling. We should sell now. Like, markets are completely fallible. So this idea that libertarians have about, like, oh, it'll all work out. Just trust the free market. Fuck that. The free market's bad. Anyways. Um, but let me ask you something. Yeah. Uh, do you have any thoughts yeah. on that? Is there could 
could there be? Mm-hmm. I mean, he is eighty six. He's not going to be able to mm-hmm. to live forever. Live forever. Although, I mean, they if tried. anyone could, it would be Soros. The Rockefeller. He had eight heart <laughs> transplants. You know, they drink young people blood. It's fucking crazy, Peter, right? Peter Thiel actually does take injections of young people's blood. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. But but is there a dark hand at work? Well, in I, terms of yeah. Listen, you and I mm-hmm. are probably agreeing a lot of stuff. Yeah. We're very, I'm very liberal. I'm for the empowerment yeah. of, you know, everybody. Like, yeah. We should all be people. Right. We should all be in love. And that my theory, <laughs> agree. you know, isn't like it goes back to me talking about, you know, middle class poor Jews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being, clumping themselves in with the real rich Jews. Right, right, right. Because some people think groups go you know, vertical, where right, it's up right, and down, right. where I believe groups go horizontal. Exactly. That a poor black man and a poor white man yeah. have way more in common right, than sure. a poor black man with a really rich black man. Yeah, 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 of course. You yeah. know, and that's that's my real, And but yeah. does the media mm-hmm. have a, a, a role mm-hmm. in getting these two groups, getting people to fight with each other? So here's here's what I think about that. Whether or not the media is specifically doing it for the purposes of like I heard that this it to me the media all that shit is just about making money. Uh, it's all like the idea okay. that uh, people fighting is good is good because I read shit or watch shit online to feel bad. Okay. Do you guys ever uh, go on the internet? One hundred percent. Read a click a clickbait article just to fucking get angry at it. Like you know like like that shit is in our in our blood. Uh, yeah, it's why women love the Kardashians, right. the Real Housewives, because they you, they love to you talk this. shit. It makes me feel better about myself because yeah. I'm not a train wreck like that. Right. Yeah. But the problem is with that is that you start empowering these people. Yeah. And they're rich and they're famous and all. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that stuff. Right. Um, I have a theory uh-huh. that the entertainment world. Yeah. Is only used as a mouthpiece mm. in my theory and hear me out yeah. for the people who make money in yeah. God gold mm. oil uh, and drugs yeah and that the money they make in gold oil and drugs uh-huh. is trillions of dollars sure whereas Hollywood they make millions maybe billions yeah. and to the trillionaires or the people who to- together right. equal may, you know have a trillion dollars yeah. the billion dollars that they're going to make off a network means nothing so my theory is mm-hmm. that they don't even care about ratings right just hear oh, me out. Interesting. they don't even okay. care about ratings it's why MTV yeah. and CNN and all these places right. just they just keep doing the same thing even though the numbers never add up to anything right okay because okay. it's more important to them to use these vehicles yeah. to shape consent right to order for them to make their money in gold oil and drugs sure than it is for them to actually get fucking ratings because if ratings matter MTV 10 years ago would have changed this course they're on mm-hmm. where they're doing my life as a gay porn star yeah 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 you know yeah. it's like and I have no problems with, <laughs> with gay I mean I've gone deep into fucking porn hub porn. Yeah. into this weird ass shit We've all, wasn't gay yeah. porn but it's fucking pretty fucking weird Listen, so I'm not judging anybody at this point what is gay porn because at the point at which you're, you're solely masturbating to uh, trannies 
uh, maybe you are. Maybe I am Meat gay. Meat is flying everywhere. Meat is flying. Dicks are hot. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. Well, dude, I, I did a joke <laughs> about how I turned off a porno because I didn't like a guy's dick. You yeah. know, and it's like I want hot chicks and pretty dicks. I want a hot chicks. I want and pretty nice dicks, ball dude. shaft ratio. Dog. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. want all nuts like Ari Shafir with this tiny little fucking hot dog and <laughs> a, a pig in a blanket dick he's yeah. got going on. Give me, yeah. you know, I Give want me a nice firm veiny ass dick. I want it to be shiny. <laughs> right? I want it to be pink. Right? Maybe. As long and if it's, it's not black, Hungarian, right? It's no hungo dicks, dude. No if you, you you can be hung, but you can't be hung. So your thoughts on that? Uh, on, on at this point, are we talking about dicks? No, um, no, on the media, whether or not they care about ratings. I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen anything to suggest they don't, other than the fact that like CNN doesn't get as good of ratings as like Fox News and shit like that. But to, uh, I, I feel like. It's, like that it's whole possible. thing with the Golden Globes last <clears throat> night, like yeah. man bashing like a motherfucker. Well, that's because for uh, Hollywood is trying to save face, and they see the fact that now people are uh, mobilizing and like being like, you have to fire someone if they, you know, uh, touch someone's ass in 1973. Have you, know? you ever heard the theory that networks are going after live streaming, and live streaming is going after networks, and they're just oh, shit. picking off each other's fucking. Uh, stars out there fucking I haven't heard that but that that makes total sense to me I mean fuck like the media landscape is changing so tremendously that uh, at the point in 20 years most of TV viewers are gonna be fucking dead yeah Yeah. you know and so what's gonna be left and that is an even scarier prospect because if you think about the fact that like there's a big reason that uh, conspiracy uh, anti-Semitic conspiracies have had a big comeback recently, and it's because of the fact that most young people uh, are going on to YouTube for their information and going on to social media. And since anyone can put stuff out, that's both good and bad because people are like, you know what really makes sense? That the Jews run all this shit. And then they're like, yeah, this does fit a narrative. And so now you've got people who are talking about white genocide as some real thing. And they're talking about all sorts of shit that it's it's a scary thing. Now, At the end of the day, that's I not think... to say that we shouldn't have conversations about it. Right, I right, love conspiracy right, right. theories. I mean, we have to. We have to talk about it. That I, and it's against what I say in the show. It's like there are a lot of people who are not Jewish who are masters of mankind. Yes. Okay? And like the te- the the fucking committee of uh, the, the thirteen families, the committee of three hundred. Mm-hmm. They're not all Jewish. There's some Middle Easterns. There's some Christians on there. And I just think the narrative, it, and you know, it's like the Rothschilds did a lot of that yeah. by clumping. They did a lot of damage. And, for sure. and you know, man, and I would love for you to research them because oh, yeah, there's, for sure. so, you it know, Hitler like- goes. The, the god of war has switched to the other side. And there's mm. like, what is that guy? Who is that god of war? Right. Because we've seen countries fund both sides of wars very right. quickly. And, and were the Bank of Rothschilds funding Hitler? Mm. And the whole theory did Hitler survive to Argentina? Right. And like, you know, and some people are like, that's fucking nuts. You know, and again, it goes back to where people say to me, what percentage of conspiracies do you believe in? And it's not, I don't, there's no group it's, yeah it's layers right it almost like martial arts yeah right where it's like are you white belt yeah. and do you got black belt and it's yeah. not that you believe in everything at the black belt right. level is can you have a conversation yeah, without yeah, yeah. your head exploding right 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 and be like okay yeah. here's the facts why well, don't this is why i don't believe in it and all that mm-hmm. stuff and there's some crazy shit at the, the black belt level yeah that i can be like okay tell me your thoughts on that that's why i think at the end of the day like all the people who are like falling for like nazism again they're 
they're only a few steps away from realizing that, number one, that uh, Jews aren't the problem, and that's a weird, super racist thing that's been around forever, but also that, like, the problem is, like, all the groups that you talk about, the problem is capitalism. The problem is money. 100%. And so, like, all these people who are like, I fucking hate, you know, these cultural Marxists and whatnot. It's like, if you you take out of the equation the fact that people who... uh, only talk about uh, how white people are bad, uh, like that they suck. If you talk about like like those, take out the equation, all the fucking people who suck and who make you fucking feel bad all the time, right? Uh, and and listen to the economic theories, you right, know, right, that's right. the whole thing. No, and I'm with you on that. I mean, dude, I, I I really enjoyed this conversation. So at the end of the day, my thoughts on George Soros is this mm-hmm. that. He something traumatic happened to him. Mm-hmm. He was thrust in a bad situation. It fucked his skull up. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it forced him to kind of work in a darker in a dark world. Mm-hmm. And that now later on in his life, he is trying to make up with it. And that that people, um, that people would um, that some people take it because of its past history as. This dark movement mm-hmm. to to basically uh, uh, destabilize the right. country, meaning if everybody's infighting with yeah. each other, yeah, 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 that the average person isn't racist or homophobic right, or sure. anything, and that at the end of the day, when you travel the world, mm-hmm. that ninety nine point nine percent of human beings just want to have a cold beer, right, and a house. I want to get their dick wet get or get laid yeah, yeah, yeah. and laugh at a fart joke. Yep. And I've learned that from traveling the world. Yeah, I think that's 100% And when true. you watch the news, they act like, you know, there was a point where the Nazis were under your bed. Right, right, right. The way they right. were acting. And it was mm-hmm. like 400 people here, 400 people in a, in a yeah, country right. of 365 million people. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's it. At the end of the day, can we trust billionaires, trillionaires, you know? Because no. Like here's a quote that uh, made me think. We are not going to achieve a new world order without paying for it in blood as well as in words and money. Mm. We're doing the words right now. The blood is being shed nonstop. Right. But rich fucks like George Soros and the mm. Koch brothers, they got the, they got the dime they to got, spend. Right. They got all the capital. And that's the one thing about George Soros that I can say living in this reality that I do appreciate. It's like if he wasn't there – uh, because we live in a reality where billionaires control everything, it might actually be a scarier world. Because if if there was no money on the side that wants uh, a liberal democracy, if it was all just people f- like the Kochs funding uh, fucking climate change deniers and shit like oh, that. And they funded the, the Clintons. They yeah. funded the Clintons to pull the Democratic Party sure. farther to the right. Yeah. I mean, you've got – to me, it's like I there's some good – to be said for people like Soros who, in this world where billionaires control everything, actually fund the ACLU and Planned Parenthood and shit like that. Someone's got And I would agree with you on that. But they all need to be taken out of power. We need to take all of their money and redistribute it to the people. Is there – and we're going to wrap it up here by some quick five-star reads. Uh, Is there there hope? Can Uh, we come back or is it just so splintered that we'll never come as one – Man, woman, straight, gay, black, white, whatever. 
We to fight the lizard people. Well, we do got to fight the lizard people. I don't know. I don't know if there's if there's hope. Uh, hopefully, people can be de- deprogrammed in uh, in America to stop believing that they will someday become rich because you probably won't. That is the gla- the lottery mentality. Yeah, yeah. So stop thinking you're going to become rich and start uh, stealing. Yeah, worry about <laughs> that when you are actually rich. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Matt, you did great, man. Thank, Thank you so you. much for yeah, coming thanks, on. Matt. Chill out for two seconds. Oh, real quick, what are your uh, dates? You got any dates yeah, coming up? Yeah, uh, I'm going to be doing San Francisco Sketch Fest. Nice. Uh, so um, I'm, on the 11th, that's this Thursday at 8 o'clock, I'll be at the Verdi Club. Uh, on the uh, 18th um, at 8 p.m., well, just go to sketchfest.com. SF Sketchfest, and then see my dates. They're on there. Great, dude, Matt. You're very, uh, you're welcome. Anytime you got a project coming up, yeah, yeah, or yeah. you want to promote something, you're more welcome to come on the show. Real quick, let's do a couple five star reviews, guys. When your reviews, we made up to top forty on comedy uh, on iTunes, which is incredibly hard to do. Yeah. We made the number forty. We were we kissed the sky. Hell so the yeah. more you you uh, go on, give us five stars. And you can say whatever you want as long as we get that five stars. Here we go. Five stars you. I love hearing Sam find something new. I stopped looking into conspiracies a few years ago due to never getting an answer and wasting too much time falling down rabbit holes. But this show has me laughing at conversations that can lead to depression. Thanks, guys. <laughs> five star reviews. Wake up, Aaron. Five star review. Keep doing the Lord's work, fellas. Much love from your homie in FL, which is Florida. Yeah. Fish on. Five-star reviews. Uh, great show by Happy77Millimeter. Awesome. One Gun- more. Love the show. Wish it could be longer. Get deeper into the subject matter. Don't really care for the live ones done at the comedy locations, but still a great show. We will continue to recommend it and listen to it. Thank you, guys. So real quick, as you know, it's the new year. But just because it's a new year doesn't mean that we don't have our favorite moment of the show. Give me that little head Oh, I got right here. Cool. Yeah, right here. Open your mind. Oh, what up? Aaron, Aaron. Don't be an idiot. Open your mind. Why, So I strongly suggest that you wake the fuck up, you filthy animal. Everyone's favorite part of the show, wake up, Aaron, thoughts. I mean, I'm kind of surprised. Uh, I hear I, I thought this entire episode was going to be how evil this dude was, and and that wasn't actually the case. That's he because may, I'm might, I am paid by George Soros. Okay, yes. we, well, he we, might be. Yeah, he might be the stabilizing force. Amongst billionaires, which is it is crazy going to, to be of. interesting to see everybody's reaction. They just, will hate me, and I'm so excited. That's all right. Tully got beaten on, and we love him too. It's okay, just, dude, because this is the kind. Com- I'd rather have a real conversation than tell people what the fuck they want to hear. Yeah, that's yeah. my segment. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just when when his name first came out was like during the protests, you know, and stuff like that. And I just thought, and thinking about it now, that. His his name was only ever brought up to basically, in a propaganda way, de uh, delegitimize an actual movement like you know 
I don't know. He well, wasn't involved. What in we didn't get into Occupy is Wall his Street. funding of anti-fascists and whether anti-fascists is actually a actual like real movement to fight quote unquote fascism or is it a destabilizing thing because yeah. he gave fifty thousand dollars which you know i mean for us that'd Again. be great money and we'd be like fuck yeah but yeah. within a movement is fifty thousand dollars and I'm, there might be more than that but yeah. did he fund is he funding you know the anti-fascist people to destabilize trump's Whole thing. Oh, and that's not what, not more than is not more than the anti-fascist parents because they're all Berkeley students. And then what we didn't talk here, and I know we're gonna get, uh, give me five minutes, Aaron. We'll get out. Sure. So I don't know if you've been following this, but there's this you know within the conspiracy world, mm-hmm. there is this whole discussion on whether you know Trump is fighting the deep state and all that stuff. Right. And there is some legitimate discussion about that. Mm-hmm. Q, Aaron, is there? <laughs> there is some real Aaron. Now, if you haven't noticed, about three weeks ago. The Atlanta airport went black. Uh And that started a series of some crazy events with flying. And there's this guy, Q Anonymous, that we're going to get into a little later, so I don't want to talk too much about him. But he's a very big situation because he predicted the Vegas shooting. Mm. Okay? He's predicted the train crash. He predicted... Several other events, the Texas shooting, he, he predicted the bombing that just happened where it was like suicide bomber and didn't really get any, do oh, anybody. Yeah, yeah, right. But yeah. he predict, he predicts, he predicted the Clinton fire. Shit. Like he, dude, the guy predicts a lot of shit. So he's very, very high up. Well, he's been talking about all these planes and stuff like that. And you know how they had the airports going black, the flight. To Japan, I believe it was, that Christian Teigen was on, that they flew back. All the way back. Okay. That's ridiculous. And how they have one person on that. I'd there is a so theory mad. that so that was mad. George Soros that was on that plane. That that oh, shit. all these people have been trying to get out because he passed Trump passed this anti trafficking thing. Now just hear this out. Anti trafficking thing. And it go it goes back to Pedogate, which we can sit down and have this whole discussion. I can tell by your laughter that you're not into that. I one hundred percent believe that's real shit. We've seen it at other governments at the highest level, England, Australia, Iceland's whole fucking government is about to be shut down because it at the highest levels. So all of a sudden, there's these planes that have been taken out and turned back, and there's been flights to Guantanamo. Now, there's been a, a, a military unit out of Arizona that has been sent to Guantanamo. They are now there. There is a thought. Do they take Sheriff Joe with them? Uh, no, oh, no. But there is a thought that that is where they have Saros right now because no one's heard from him. No one said, and he supposedly had a heart attack in Budapest. They believe he actually had a heart attack there. That's Hungo. the spin going on. You know, another fucking, fucking Hungarian out. So um, <laughs> there's been a lot. I mean, he's predicted a lot of shit, and he says there are going to be some very high ups within that are part of this whole human trafficking thing, and that's why everyone's been flying out plane crashes and all this shit. And we'll get into more of that in the uh, episode next Monday about Q and all that stuff. I, I didn't mean I, I just forgot to talk about it here, so I know I get murdered if I didn't. But it is interesting, dude. It is interesting. I think you should. You could do like two hours on Pizzagate. Oh, we'll bring it oh, back, we, dude. We, believe me, we have. I, oh, yeah. I, I want to bring Dan coming because he doesn't believe in it, and I would love to sit down and have a real discussion about that because. 
I, I 100% believe it's true. Ankle monitors. Okay, go on. Anything, thoughts? Much love, no hate. If you uh, have a 23 and me and you find out you have any Hungarian in you, please <laughs> shove yourself down the nearest flight of stairs. I don't condone that statement. I love the Hungos, but he's on his own vendetta. Matt, again, thanks for coming on. Thanks and we will uh, see you in a couple days for uh, a big thing on the Rothschilds, man. All right, guys, take care. <laughs>